Previously in The Vigilance, it was time for Cape Con, a celebration of all things superheroic in Infinity City. Joy attended with some friends from school, Omega was there on their own, Casey attended with her new girlfriend, and Jackie attended as help to her father. The group found signs of an impending attack by both Rat King and Knuckleduster, who managed to distract the group for long enough that someone was able to sneak in under cover of a smoke bomb and kidnap the crow, who took Jackie's father. What is the plan for Knuckleduster and Rat King? And find out in Vigilance number two, the best laid plans. City. You can call me Elliot because that's my name. I use he, him pronouns, and you can find me online on Twitter at Podcaster Elliot. I am the creator and GM of this podcast where we will be using Masks A New Generation to tell stories of teenage superheroes. And joining me today are... Hey everybody, Anita here. I use she, her pronouns. Today, I will be playing Omega Lanou, who uses they, them pronouns. They are the soldier playbook. Find me at Anita the Lesbian on the Twitters and the TikToks. Hello there, I am JV, aka Red Black Golden, and you can find me anywhere on that particular handle, particularly on Twitter and YouTube currently, and also TikTok. Those were all popping off. And I will be playing Jackie as I have this whole time. Hello, my name is Nika. I use they, he pronouns, and uh, you can find me in Twitter and Instagram. I don't think anywhere else. Gomis Art. And in this podcast, I'm playing Casey Everett, aka TechnoJack, who uses they, she pronouns. Hello, hello. I'm Allie. You can find me on social at Allie underscore Yakta underscore Est in a bunch of different places. I use she or they or any pronouns. And I am playing the Janice Joy Southbridge, a.k.a. One Up. Issue 2 of The Vigilance starts exactly where Issue 1 ended. The Crow had been sort of squaring up against Omega, who was in defense of Knuckle Duster. Or, sorry, the former Raven, now Magpie, had come in to see this going on and sort of gotten in the middle of the two. And then... Smoke bombs went off, and when they dispersed, the crow was gone. Oh boy. This isn't good. Oh god. And her reaction is, this is not necessarily the first time her dad's been kidnapped. She's a little bit used to it, but not so used to it as to be not, like, slightly alarmed. But this now feels more like a headache, and it does a reason for intense distress. And also being that they were in the middle of an argument. If we asked her how she was feeling in this exact moment, 
a slight bit of relief that her dad's not attacking her friends, but also a little bit curious as to where he is. I think Technojack is mainly just a bit confused that Jackie's dad was here, but maybe not as surprised as they wish they were about it. So I think they're just observing quietly. I think one up is on the surprised side, although you can't, you know, see it behind their sort of ski snowboard helmet situation. And I think that they're just kind of like looking particularly to Jackie to see kind of how we want to react. Like, are we going, are we kicking into gear? Are we moving somewhere else? Are we casing the joint right now? I'm just watching to see what's going on in, in Jackie's mind. Omega is just internally face-falling. Like, this is a hero that Omega has read about, that they have, like, studied their tactics and, like, been sort of a fan of for a while. And the first time that they meet this really public figure and one of their new allies' fathers, it almost comes to blows. So, not feeling like the best, but also understands that there is someone that was intending harm on this convention in their presence right now, and is just trying to look toward someone to follow the lead of like, what do we do now? The convention is cleared out. It seems like the Rat King is away, at least. Jackie, as you're looking around, partially to see where your dad went or was taken, partially to take stock of your team, your crew, and honestly, the convention at large, you see both Omega and 1UP looking to you for guidance. Knuckle Duster is, in fact, behind Omega still, and as you look over to her, you see this swarm of rats come up behind her and form into a humanoid shape of the Rat King. And he whispers something in her ear that you're not able to hear. Jackie is going to look to her other teammates and sort of nod her head in the direction of the Rat King, who is doing some whispering before shouting, Hey, got something you want to share with the class? Omega has super hearing. Can we catch a little bit of a little bit of whispers? You hear the Rat King whisper in Knuckle Duster's ear, and he says, He's been acquired, we've done our part, let's just get out of here. Oh no. Technojack is looking over to her teammates to see if any of them are going to react, but I think she's slowly closing in on Knuckle Duster and Rat King because they were causing trouble. We need to, I don't want to say apprehend them, but at least ask them what the fuck is going on. So she's trying to close in on them, not like super menacingly, but like clearly trying to get closer to them and speak to them as soon as she gets close enough. If, if like they don't attack her first or anything. Case is going to be like, okay, okay, let's talk about this. Sure. Let's talk about this. As you're approaching, they don't attack, 
but Knuckle Duster does summon the particulate in the air and the ground around you, and, like, basically bulks up her right arm. It, it's very, like, Hellboy style, and she is ready to fight if you piss her off, basically. But she does look at you and say, what is there to talk about? How about we talk about what's going on? Why are you doing all this? Like, is there a good reason? Are you just fucking around and finding out? What's going on? It's not that complicated. We were given a job. We did the job. Now we're going to get out of here and get some money. So if you'll kindly step aside so I don't have to put this fist through you. We can all go about our different ways. Mmm. I think you're gonna tell us who you were working for. I think you're gonna do that, because if you tell us now, you'll be able to get away with whatever they've given you, and also, you won't be on our shit list. See, we're also just doing our job, right? Mm-hmm. She looks at you and says, I'm not telling you who it was, but rest assured, they've got big money, and they're willing to spend it to get what they want. Interesting. What he wanted was the crow, and now that he's got him, once we get our money from him, our business is over. If you want to track him down, that's fine. Just let us get our money first, all right? How about you tell us where it is you're going to get the money? She looks at you and just smirks as there is a ding notification noise from her phone. She pulls it out of her pocket and looks at it and says, Money's already here. We gonna fight or are we gonna keep talking in circles around each other? Foiled um, by online baking again. <laughs> Omeka just has like a really heartbroken look just over their face. They really got drawn into the story that they were selling. Like, oh yeah, hero society really needs to change. This person has been really hurt by like heroes being reckless. And nah, they're just a villain getting a paycheck by kidnapping a person. And now the person that is kidnapped is a really respected hero, and maybe Omega knows that, like, this person is the magpie's dad. So Omega is going to step very purposefully in Knuckle Duster's way and just say, you should know more about where they might be keeping him. You're going to tell me. The next thing we see is a just blast of sand and particulate slamming into Omega's chest as they go flying back into a wall. Like, this is the equivalent of, like, a fire hose of sand being turned on you. Mm -hmm. Gonna take that blow, leave it dead in the wall, and just, oh, sit down a, a little bit winded after that. Casey wants to try to snatch Knuckle Duster's phone because Casey wants to try to hack the phone to figure out who sent the money. If they're not going to talk, maybe maybe their phone is going to talk. Jackie will look at both of them sort of 
take a couple steps closer and just sort of bark the command, hey, hey, eyes on me, eyes on me, stop that. I think we see Casey just quickly run up to Knuckle Duster, scurry under their arm like a little rat, and just snatch the phone, maybe actually even going yoink, as they do, and just little bursts of electricity start coming off their fingers the minute they touch the phone, and they're going in. You find out that the money that has been transferred is coming from... A bank account in Infinity City. The name attached to the account is what has got your attention. Because the name on it is Jacob Dawes. This is something Casey definitely wants to ask Jackie about, but definitely in a private setting. So they're going to take a few steps back and toss the phone back at Knuckle Duster like, Oops, you dropped this, sorry. As you're stepping back, you find yourself being pulled backwards and back down towards the ground by a swarming mass of rats. I think that one up is doing a double jump in the air and then is going to be drilling down with a kick on Rat King to try to try to cut out this rat control that's dragging Techno Jack. Casey, these rats pull you to the ground and you bump into it, but the sort of swarm of rats is no longer there. They disperse very quickly, running and skittering off underneath booths and like into cracks in the walls and just off panel in ways that it's damn near impossible to keep track of where they all go. That's definitely a health code violation. So Jackie, I think sensing some type of answer having come from the phone, is just going to let them get away at this point. It's fine. They can just sort of go. It's okay. But it's going to turn to the team and just sort of try to make a, like, just a sort of general hand signal for let's let's regroup. Let's, let's come back together. I think what that looks like on the page is probably just her doing, like, a sort of little swirling of the fingers. And then also just sort of holding back. I think they really want to, like, continue this fight. But, like, I think specifically because it is the magpie and because of, like, it it seems obvious that, like, the magpie and the crow are, like, somehow, like, related and together. And I think Omega feels really, really guilty about that. If it was anyone else, I feel like they would get up and run after Knuckle Duster. But they're going to try to, like, take a deep cleansing breath and dust themselves off. It takes a while and a lot of dust pours out. Omega's usually, like, very put together, very, like, buttons done all the way up, very, like pristine like dressed prim and proper but they stand up and return to the group <clears throat> sorry about sats not at all that made sense you did good okay now did you find anything on the phone or i did find something on the phone but 
I think we might want to discuss this in private. Like all of us, I mean, not just you and me, but like maybe in a little bit more private setting. Okay. As Casey is saying that, is when Nighthawk comes in from helping various attendees exit and sort of keeping the place locked down. And she looks at the group of you and says, what, what happened? Where's, where's the crow? He disappeared. I think he's been kidnapped, but I guess we'll know more about how that happened and why specifically and probably by who when we get a little bit more of that information. It seems like we're pretty much alone here, except, you know, with while well, we have Nighthawk as well, which is fine. I think that that works here. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. I was just worried about all the rats that might still be around, but... Nah, what can they do? I think it's better that we have the information sooner rather than later. Mm, that's true. I think Casey's still, like, looking around to see if there are any rats and just huddle up to everybody a bit and go like, So, Jackie, your dad's name is Jackson, yeah. right? Our names kind of have a theme. Do you Do you happen to know... Jacob does? Uh, yeah. Um, that's, oof. That's my granddad. Oh. Your, your granddad orchestrated a, a, like a hit on his son? I mean, at least the money came from his account. Oh, boy. Keep it in the family, I guess. I mean, there might be a logical explanation to all this. Maybe your dad is just a really busy man, and this is the only way your grandpa can get your dad to visit anymore. Oh, I wish that were true. Oh, boy. There's no nice way to say this. He's kind of a dick. So I, I don't think that he kidnapped my dad for a vacation. When my grandparents want us to visit, they just, like, send us passive-aggressive email forwards about, uh, you know, like, health issues and local politics. Yeah, that that's what that's what they usually do. Oh, right. God. It might be somebody just using your grandpa's bank account, but that's where the money had come from. Uh, I mean, that is a possibility. I guess it could have been someone else but he wouldn't trust home health aid so we did put him in the home for retired heroes so i don't think that would be happening that it would be someone else but i guess we could just hear him out a home for retired heroes seems like a difficult place to be hiding a hostage slash kidnap victim any other ideas on where that could be because he's keeping him somewhere right yeah i don't know where he would take him he does sort of have a good like a pretty good idea of how this city has generally worked if not recently he certainly doesn't recently know how the city sort of operates and moves around but spaces from like back in the day that i don't even know about at this point I guess maybe we've got to visit him and figure it out. Do you think, does he like butterscotch or? He kind of 
hates everything, so I don't know how good that'll be. But I mean, hey, we can try out where there's original. I think that Omega has been, like, just getting increasingly agitated throughout this conversation. They made a decision in the heat of battle, and as a direct result of that decision, one of the city's, like, premier heroes has been kidnapped by someone it sounds like with a whole lot of resources a whole lot of like history with the city and also like their friend's father is now gone and also with nighthawk coming in and being like the first thing where's the crow the crow is a very important figure so I think they're going to, like, stand up, pace back and forth a couple of times. And I think that they are going to stop in front of the Captain Infinity statue that is in the center of this place. And just, like, headbutt it and a little bit of, like, frustration. Wow, I really borked this one. And also, maybe, like, damaging this important statue. As Omega headbutts it, there is several pieces of it that fall down to the floor around them. And Nighthawk looks at the three other Vigilants and says, Are they okay? Do, does somebody need to... One of you want to go check on him? Yeah, I think Casey was focused on talking, so they didn't, like, even notice that Omega had wandered off earlier. But as soon as they hear this and see Omega just standing there, I think Casey is going to hold up their finger in a excuse me sort of uh, gesture and just skitter over to Omega to see if they are okay. Their head is just, like, still resting on the point of impact. There are, like, cracks, like, going out, like, from where they're still, like, just resting on the statue. Uh, hey? Are you, are you okay? I messed up. Techno Jack, like, really bad. Like, really bad. Yeah. Sure, but also... I think those two were going to try to kidnap the crow anyway, whether you interfered or not. Omega sort of steps away from the statue. There's a pretty nasty bump forming at the center of the forehead. And they sort of like turn to Technoja and just say, this was my first fight with a villain. And... Everything went wrong. But I just thought I would do better. I had higher expectations of myself, I guess. But you're right. We still have a job to do, and it sounds like we have a clue. It's going to be okay. And like, I know it might not feel like that right now, but just remember, trusting people is not a weakness. 
it's knuckle duster's fault they were not worthy of your trust it's not your fault i am a hero or at least i want to be if it is not my fault then bad guys get away and do harm whose fault is it mm. We are talking a lot. We are doing a lot of this, and I would love to do something. Just use the energy to do something to get the crow back. Let's do it. Yeah. Nighthawk looks at the two of you and just says, "So your grandpa kidnapped your dad. This is like your dad never even mentioned him during training or anything." Well. From what I remember, I don't, from what I remember, there, I think, was a reason. Dad didn't really talk about it much to me, but seems like there was a reason. I don't know. Like, when I was looking at the, at the files, I didn't see like specifically what he did but he his tenure was cut like really short really really short and very suddenly and that was when my dad took over and like all the heroes that he worked with at that time like stopped working with him that's interesting so would anyone know why this happened besides your grandpa and your dad? Not that I know of. But at the very least, I do know, presumably, where at least one of them is right now. So I think, as much as I absolutely hate this, uh, I guess we have to go to the old folks' home. Maybe you can get a jello cup. Nighthawk just looks over at one-up and then looks back at Magpie and just says, do all of us need to go or is this like a you thing? I mean, I'd like some backup if at all possible. I'll go. Excellent. Nighthawk, are you in? I really want to help. I feel like I should stay here and help with the aftermath of all this, though. Yeah, that makes sense. And I actually think at that, 1UP is starting to kind of like look up and around knowing that they left their friends behind at the beginning of all of this and were initially here as Joy. So I think there's a little like ping on their face under the helmet as, as they think mm. about that. Oh boy, I don't think it makes sense to go to this place in street clothes. You're just gonna walk into this superheroes i feel like that just draws a lot of attention to yourselves that's a good point actually i think it would be best if we went in street clothes for that uh, yeah sure you just need i need a minute one up is very best. if you want i can i can loan you a wig i think i i think i can pull something together but uh thanks okay all right, that works. I think that if if there's like a a, a next sort of interlude pa panel, I think it's one up, 
seeing if they can find any discarded cosplay items in this hall somewhere. <laughs> like, literally, like, trying to find wigs and, like, you know, if anyone dropped a, a, a bag that's got an extra pair of colored contacts in it, I, I think that one-ups just, you know, rifling through everything and <laughs> being like, these nerds have to have something that I can use. So... Jackie's going to um, going to walk over to where they were, um, having watched them walk sort of away, and say, uh, "Hey, okay, we're going in a street clothes and in our street clothes to see my uh, well. We're gonna ask him ask him a few questions. Now, I have a couple I have a couple things that I think I'm gonna need help with. One, I think, is uh, when we get there." If he's got any weird tech on him, it would be cool if you uh, maybe took a look at it. Yeah? And, uh, and Omega. How good are you at spotting when someone is telling a lie? Honestly, people are still a little bit new to me. But I will be there, of course, to back you up and saves the crow. Alright. Well, give me a sign if anything seems off when we get there. I'll be honest, I've never had the best relationship with him. I don't think he really likes me all that much. I think I disappoint him rather a lot. Um, So, I might miss some things while I'm in there. This, uh, keep your eyes peeled. Uh, he might. You are a hero that saves the world. If he is not anything but proud of you, he is a very adult old man. And this will be easy. I think, in general, in theory, this should be easy. But, well, I don't know. This man is just so... He's so bitter... This old man, he's really, really bitter. Um, and I mean, yeah, I may have saved the world, but I did, well, did also kind of, kind of cause it to start to unravel, so there is that. It did absolutely do that. So it wouldn't have really been in danger if it weren't for me. But I guess really all I can do at this point is just try to do the best I possibly can and maybe not cause an apocalypse this time. But also, fortunately, this old man does not know that I did that, which is very good. I do appreciate that at the very least. I will keep that secret. And be vigilant. And we will check out your grandfather together. Excellent. Let's do it. We've got this. Oh, where did one-up go? Uh... So one-up is rolling back from the bathroom because they definitely went and changed. I think they intentionally went to change in the men's bathroom. And they are rolling back up in Joy's own jeans, so those are at least comfortable, and Joy's own shoes as well, also 
at least a couple. <laughs> Everything else is really questionable, though. They've tried to do some contouring on their face. They're definitely trying to present more masks and just generally, you know, grabbed a, a, a spare makeup kit from a fallen bag and have, you know, done, done their best kind of like almost give themselves a little bit of like it could be interpreted as five o'clock shadow sort of thing. And they're wearing cheap sunglasses that have been taken from like a, a booth as a prize it's from a superhero themed energy drink called like power juice with like five u's or something like that uh so they've got those sunglasses on the shirt that they have managed to pull on they were looking for something kind of like big and bulky and kind of like as concealing as possible um and uh, what they have grabbed is superhero memorabilia. It's like a signed, like, themed jersey that they have stolen from someone's bag and kind of feel bad about. But it's in very, like, clashing bright, like, red, yellow colors. And definitely does does not look flattering. The worst of it, though, is that the wig that they managed to find is a bicolored fluffy anime wig. It crashes very badly with the shirt because it is like half green and half purple. Definitely designed to be a very particular ca character from an anime that even Joy does not recognize. And they've done their best to kind of like pull a hoodie like over the wig to try to minimize the worst of it. But this is still quite the ensemble for sure. And they do not look confident as they step out of the bathroom wearing it. Omega's gonna, like, look over, say, Ah, yes, civilian clothes. And then undo the very top button of their button-up. And so sort of nod to the group. One-up will, will nod in affirmation to Omega. Give me a minute, I'll go tell my girlfriend that we're going, and then can't go. That works. Casey would find Caitlin in the sort of crowd that was left outside of the convention center. They're waiting for a confirmation that Cape Con is back on. There's, like, people going in, sweeping the area, making sure everything is safe and secure and that people can re-enter. I think Casey has also, like, changed back into civilian clothes, which are not as swag as choice and it's just she's just navigating through the crowd to get to Caitlyn and just tap, tap her on the shoulder like hi as you tap on Caitlyn's shoulder like she turns and just oh hey is everything is everything okay in there are, are you okay in there uh -huh. and she like she does the thing where she like takes Casey's face in her hands and is like checking around for bruises and stuff like that I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah, yeah, more or less okay. But we need to go do a bit something. Check up on some clues. Like, everything's fine, but I need to go, sadly. Yeah, okay. I mean, I drove, so I'm good to get home. Is just, like, are you sure it's everything okay? You're not going to be, like, doing anything else dangerous, right? She opens her mouth to say something witty, but then, like, pauses for a second and just smiles and takes Caitlin's hands to her own hands, like, takes her hands away from her face and just holds her hands like, of course I'm not going to do anything dangerous. Who do you think I am? 
That's exactly why I asked you not to. And as she says that, she says it with a smirk. Like, she's playfully teasing Casey about that. Yeah, no, serious talk, though. This shouldn't be dangerous, so fingers crossed. I'll try not to get in trouble. Okay, just let me know if you need anything, okay? Yeah, I'll call you when I'm free again. Alright, just... I don't want to be the nagging girlfriend that's like, oh, be safe, be safe, be safe, but don't die, okay? Same to you. The road is dangerous. I think she just, like, laughs and kisses Casey on the forehead. Yeah. Casey gets up on her toes to kiss her back. We get a shot of the four vigilants making their way off towards the local retirement home together and then we get one final scene as knuckle duster sits on a park bench looking at her phone and there is a text message open on her screen between her and someone with the contact name jd And she sends to him a message that says, Think they know who you are. And after a short moment of typing back, she gets a message back that just says, Fuck. Infinity City is an Elliot Andrews production and was edited by Elliot. The rights to all characters, locations, and ideas presented in this episode belong to the person that created them. If you want to support us, you can do so at patreon.com slash Andrews, or by telling a friend about us. To stay up to date on this and other shows, follow us on Twitter at Elliot Presents, on TikTok at Elliot Andrews Productions, or join our Discord, linked in the show notes.